Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. And we're still on the air. Welcome to the Chad and Cheese Podcast, everybody. I'm Joel Cheeseman. And I'm Chad Thelosh. On this week's show, LinkedIn is not messing around. We shoot off a segment on veterans. See what I did there, Chad? Yeah. And doing you. this to the president will get your ass canned. How's that for a teaser? Stay tuned for another 40 minutes of your life you'll wish you had back. So. Chad, you got some shit on AJE, right? I think so. No, wait a minute. Let's talk yeah, about them. No, diversity <laughs> recruitment stuff, right? Stuff that we, we can't love our stop sponsors. talking about. Yeah, stuff that we can't stop talking about. We're seeing it on the news all the damn time. And all these companies are talking about how they want to get into diversity recruiting. So stop playing with the same old job boards that yield the same old bullshit results. And <laughs> start taking a look at America's Job Exchange, americasjobexchange.com. Um, they're, they're recruiting specialists continuously are having conversations with regard to diversity recruiting. Their team is focused on being able to not just get jobs out there so you can check the damn box, but to focus on targeting the types of diverse candidates that you're looking for with the skills that you need. So if, and I know if you're listening to this in your talent acquisition, you're always looking for diverse candidates, go to America's Job Exchange dot com slash cheese there's discounts waiting for you there again that's america's job dot com slash cheese and with christmas right around the corner everyone can use all the discounts that they can get the I discounts mean, really. and and diverse population recruiting i mean that, that's what you want right absolutely absolutely quick shout out we'll get to those tracy at aje huge fan of the show uh, great commenter on social media, Tracy, we know you're out there. Uh, we love you. Thanks for listening. And thanks for supporting the show. We love it. Uh, TA tech. You've heard of these guys before you've been to their conferences before, right, Joel? We've, we've spoken at their conference <laughs> and they're, they're going to have us back. I think oddly. No, enough. wait a minute. Yeah, no, I think they are. Um, so Peter, our, our buddy, the CEO over at, at TA tech said, Hey guys, I want you to share a couple of, again, savings options. We've got some discounts for your listeners who want to go to these conferences. So option number one, listen, we've got two options for you. If you register for any 2008 conference by the deadline end of November, okay, and use the discount code when you register, we'll have this in our show notes, um, you're going to get 10% off Is that off a coupon code or a URL? That is a coupon code. Use the okay. discount code. Okay. TA Tech. 1018. Wow. That's yeah. We're going to have to, we're going to have to put that one out there. Um, <laughs> option number two for TA tech Europe, which is really cool because this year, guess what guys going to be in Dublin, Ireland, March 13th and 14th. And, and, and where's that around? What, what kind of time frame is that around there, Joel? I believe it's in St. Patrick's day, St. Patrick's day, going to be at a conference TA tech Europe. Uh, so all you have to do is contact our friend, Peter Weddle at CEO at TATech.org. 
for your discount. Use the discount code. Just tell them Chad and G sent you. Just tell them that. He'll hook you up. Uh, again, CEO at TATech.org. Uh, good stuff. Great conferences and uh, an opportunity to learn a hell of a lot of stuff. I think our livers are going to need a, a coupon code for uh, medical treatment after a trip to uh, <laughs> Ireland for St. Patrick's Day. Uh, yeah, I got a shout out for uh, Q, our buddies over there that are fighting yeah. the power. Uh-huh. Um, they promoted our podcast uh, that talked about their fight with LinkedIn and their crowdfunding yep. initiative, mm-hmm. um, which, by the way, looks like they're going to not meet at all. Uh, they're looking for 100 grand. Last I checked, they were under 20. So good luck to them, but they've got a hell of a mountain to climb and uh, we're rooting for you, if nothing else, that you should have your day in court and be heard. Yeah, and that's crowdjustice.com slash case slash high Q. If you want to root for the little guy, root with a little bit of cash. Doesn't hurt. Does not hurt. Uh, Michael Iacoma, is that right? Is that our last shout out? Iacona, I think with an N as in November. Not Iacoca. Which no, we remember I, from the eighties. <laughs> yeah, but no, he, he's he's uh, he's the guy over at Rake, and and he has one of those nifty URLs that we were talking about last week. GetRake.io. Again, I'm that just the, the whole thing's killing me these days. Yeah, yeah. So we don't have any crybabies, but I got to hear it today. <laughs> all right, all right. I think we can start the show now. LinkedIn continues to kick ass. Yeah, man, they're doing some shit. It's like all at once, everything's dropping, right? Shit dropping, yes. What you said. (laughs) So a word integration? Microsoft Word, which is the most used document editor in the world, I believe, uh, is now integrated with LinkedIn, uh, the Outlook or Office 365. You're the Microsoft user, so you may have to help me out on some of this language. But Mm. basically... What what they've done is brilliant. And give me a second, and I'll, I'll I'll try to frame why I think this is so brilliant. So basically, what happens is you go uh, add your resume or edit your resume on Word, uh-huh. and LinkedIn stuff is integrated. So it'll actually tell you, oh, your resume, and okay, here's language and other resumes that you might want to consider using if you are a PHP developer um, or whatever. You can then send your resume to job postings. And here's the brilliant part. Mm -hmm. Job postings will actually start showing based on the resume that you're adding or editing. And then you can reply or apply to jobs directly from Microsoft Word to jobs posted on LinkedIn. Now, here's why this is brilliant, okay? For 10, 15 years, Google has been the starting point for job searches. And they've held that for a long time. So if you wanted to be on the ground level of Google stuff, traffic, you had to be on Google. Now, we've never really thought about, hey, the resume is sort of the starting point of a job search too. So to me, this is so brilliant because Microsoft and LinkedIn have, for many people, leapfrogged Google as the starting point for your job search. And if at some point people equate posting a resume, searching for a job, and you do that with LinkedIn, mm-hmm. then they've, they've effectively leapfrogged Google, which I think is brilliant. Yeah. Well, and again, going back to the whole conversation of lifestyle platform, right? We use Word all the damn time, or at least most of us do. Joel, you, you might not. Um, Google Docs. But, but, uh, but uh, 80% of resume updates in the U.S. happen in Microsoft Word. 
So when these resume updates are happening, you're going to be prompted to be able to utilize this new resume assist via LinkedIn. So yeah, this is brilliant from the standpoint of engagement, right? And it can drag you back into LinkedIn, start providing updates on new jobs. I mean, again, this is these are connection points that we've been talking about uh, indeed not happening not having or the career builders not having because they're not lifestyle platforms. They're not something that we use or need every single day. But Microsoft integration with a LinkedIn, everything that's happening with Google, this is where this is where our really our, our recruitment, our engagement is going right right here in these types of suites. So here's my question. Did is LinkedIn a must have now if you're employing people that typically have resumes. Are they a what? Are they a must have? Like Oh yeah. Up until now you could post on LinkedIn, you don't mm -hmm. have to. People thought yeah. of it as more of a, a sourcing tool or a communications yeah. tool. Like to me, if you hire people that do resumes, I'm not talking mm -hmm. about restaurants and service yeah, industry yeah. people, but if you hire people that are professionals, to me this makes LinkedIn a must have because if you're not listed on that little sidebar of job postings as someone is filling out their resume, mm -hmm. to me, you're really putting yourself right. at a disadvantage. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're talking mainly on the professional side. There's no question, especially the way that you go through the resume process versus applications. I mean, it's, it's like two entirely different worlds. And in, in some cases with regard to, um, blue collar versus white collar. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think this is, this is making that argument moving forward for a LinkedIn rep to be able to say, hey, look, you, you, it, this is not just about going and sourcing anymore. Mm -hmm. This is about interaction and engagement constantly. This is about serving up relevant information constantly. Is your job going to be there when somebody is ready for it? That's the question, right? Maybe it will, but if you're not using us, it sure the hell is not going to be. And this also helps like for a while we've we've wondered why LinkedIn doesn't just turn on the aggregator spigot and like just become LinkedIn and have all the jobs and go spider yeah, stuff. Yeah. Well, this sort of explains why they haven't done that because if it's native to LinkedIn, they get that revenue and this becomes mm -hmm. a must have if you want to be in front of people that are filling out resumes for positions yeah. that you're looking for. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Does this become a copycat? Like if I post a resume on Google Docs, is Google for job stuff going to start popping up? And if I post a resume on Facebook, which they're beta testing, are their jobs mm -hmm. going to start showing up? Like my guess is everyone's yes. going to copy this. Yes, yes, of course. And I think this is in everybody's roadmap already. It's just that LinkedIn has a different type of integration into their suite. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is, I really see this happening. Um, Google hire isn't to the point. I don't think right now, especially yeah. since they're on the SMB side, um, and they're not enterprise and, and LinkedIn and Microsoft is, they're really focusing on the enterprise side. So it makes a lot of sense right now for them to be doing this where Google, it's going to take them a little bit longer just because of where they started. Yep. So moving on to the next LinkedIn item and we have three, so we got to move on these. Uh, they partnered with a, uh, Silver chair was that right, or is that the band from the nineties? Anyway, so, Silver uh, Lake. Silver yeah, Lake. Tomorrow. Sorry, I'm gonna, start, <laughs> I'm gonna start singing it, man. Tomorrow they drop three hundred uh, three hundred million big big ones in a stake yeah. in Cornerstone on Demand, which mm -hmm. is a public company valued at two billion dollars. Which most people think this is going to be a play by Microsoft, who has an ATS but isn't very good. 
uh, as our friend Susan at iSIMS let us know, uh, <laughs> Microsoft uses them as their ATS. But I'm sure Microsoft awesome. notices cool. the value of having this. So Cornerstone yeah. is essentially everything, right? It's it's ATS, it's onboarding, it's training, all that stuff. So uh, my guess, I think you agree, is that Microsoft is making a play to get an ATS, sort of a full service workday kind of platform that again, they'll integrate with LinkedIn and all their other stuff. And this is just another step mm-hmm. into their workplace domination or platform that they're looking to build. Right. And, and uh, 2 billion is, I mean, Microsoft probably has that in their couch cushion somewhere, a couple billion. They yeah, bought that's, that's, LinkedIn that's, for 26 billion. Yeah, drop in the bucket. I mean, you take a look at it and, and I think um, the best the best strategy is not going in just at one flank, right? You're hitting the market from more than one flank. And from from this standpoint, uh, this just makes a hell of a lot of sense. You know, they can still work on the Microsoft Dynamics talent side of the house. And then they have this partnership that's going on as well. So you can see how, I mean, and they have money. So why not try to create something that's going to mature, see how they Mm -hmm. mature, and maybe one matures faster, becomes an entirely different product suite versus the other. Yeah, and this this fits nicely potentially with their Skype product, which they're starting to add sort of video interviewing as as a component to all that. So Microsoft's doing a hell of a job of bringing all these pieces together, um, and uh, Google and Facebook and everybody else needs to be on notice because yeah. Microsoft LinkedIn's not messing around. Um, and no. as we learn, they're even testing reviews, which means Glassdoor needs to be on Red Alert as well. Yeah. Well, and we've seen um, from Glassdoor, I mean, Glassdoor, it's taken them years, but they are now starting to be a part of the whole process for a job seeker. Mm -hmm. Job seekers are now looking to reviews um, before applying in many cases. So if you have that scenario happening, um, now LinkedIn has an opportunity since, again, you know, they're trying to force engagement. They're trying to create more engagement types. Um, this just makes sense for them. Now, one of the things that, and this is ba- this is sort of testing, but what's really, so what's interesting about their play, and it, and it looks like it's going to be similar to, um, you know, if you check in on Facebook and then it asks like, hey, does this restaurant uh, offer reservations? Yes or no? Does this yeah. restaurant have takeout? Yes or no? And you just sort of quickly answer yes or no. Um, LinkedIn will ask questions like, benefits or whatever those questions are. And you can either thumb up or thumb, thumb down it. Now, what I think is interesting um, right. is that, you know, Glassdoor has had a real challenge with verifying that reviews are actually from people who work at the company or used to work at the company. And what's interesting yep. about LinkedIn is they only show that component of reviewing a company if that company is actually in your LinkedIn profile. So right, right. there's there's a there's a level of validation there that that Glassdoor has a hard time doing that I think Glassdoor or I think I think LinkedIn can really uh, challenge them in that area. Oh no question. I mean they they know your your employment background. So instead of just waiting for you to show up and say good things or in most cases bad shit about uh, the company that you work for or worked for, mm-hmm. um, they can serve it up to you because they know they've got the data already. So again, this is another smart data play from LinkedIn to be able to, once again, this is our, this is our, this is our veterans podcast to outflank, <laughs> um, to outflank the glass doors of the world. I mean, I think it's just, it's brilliant. I agree. Now we haven't seen 
any information yet on company pages. It's just sort of they're getting the getting the data at this point. Um, but uh, there's a company out there that will monitor this for you. And when LinkedIn does unveil these ratings on those company pages that are public, publicly accessible, uh, this company will help you do that. What? Who, who's this company? This company is called Ratedly, R-A-T-E-D-L-Y. And Ratedly is sort of LifeLock for your employment brand. So Ratedly will scour the web for employer reviews on online and serve them up to you uh, on a convenient dashboard, as well as email you alerts as reviews are posted. Uh, part of their job as well is looking at all the new players in the employment review uh, landscape as mm-hmm. LinkedIn is getting into that. So if you need to keep keep tabs on what's going on and what people are saying about you online, uh, take a look at Ratedly. And in the true essence of our show, there's a discount. What? I know, right? So you can go to Ratedly, try us for a dollar for the first month. After that, it's only one forty-seven per month. There's no long-term contracts. You can cancel any time. Just use the coupon code Cheddar. That's C H E D D A R when you're checking out to try us for one dollar for the first month and just one forty-seven after. Yeah. So last week we talked to Susan Vitali from iSims, where they had some amazing. Uh, survey information research around this. And it was funny because the first thing that she said, because you asked her, what should employers do? Uh, she said the very first thing, be aware. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest issue. And she actually said that's the biggest issue that companies have is they're not aware really what the market is saying about them. Their former employees or current employees are saying about them. So if you are not aware don't just don't pull the covers over your head and go into the fetal position. Get ratedly for God's sakes. Uh, it's an app, not to mention it's a desktop, right, Joel? I mean, you've got both both opportunities happening. There. Yep. And you don't want your CEO to be the first one to come in and ask you oh, what the hell shit. is this, and you not yeah. have a good answer for them. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. I mean, put your shoe your yourself in those shoes real quick. If your CEO walks in and she hands you. Her mobile phone with a shitty review on that and say on it and says, What's this about? And you say, I have no clue. I'll take care of it. Yeah. What do you think is gonna happen? I love that I thought I had ended the ad and you kept it going. So uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> but we can move on to our next uh, round of topics. Damn it, I love it. I love it. All right. We're gonna we have a lot to cover this week, so we're gonna do kind of a rapid fire two minutes each of these news items uh, and then get to sort of another bulk of the show. So Sorceress uh, in the news this week or past week, uh, they raised $3.5 million to basically source, uh, which we're not super bullish on long-term. So we, we kind of agree that this is $3.5 million down the tubes um, as automation takes on more of the sourcing component. Yeah. But I don't think you, I don't think you read far enough into the, into the, the site and some of the, some of the articles they do have and go figure. I think everybody says they have some element of AI in machine learning, but they are saying all the right things on their website. So there is this human kind of setup that happens to better understand what the hiring managers want and need, which gives you that quote unquote buy-in, which in, most cases is more than necessary. And then the AI takes over. So I'm not sure that it, it's a bad 
investment just as long as it is not people heavy because once it becomes people heavy margins are going to go out the window and then the the automated sources are just going to kick your ass yeah and it could be long longer term they're going to be people heavy and move shift more over to tech heavy in terms of sourcing yeah. i just mm-hmm. i find it hard to believe i mean we'll get to intello as well but i mean there are companies that are doing this really well Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. 3.5 million isn't a ton of money for a startup doing this. So yeah, we'll keep it on them. Maybe we'll get them on the, the rapid fire show. Uh, we'll, we'll get to the, we'll get to the nitty gritty of what they're doing. Firing squad. Firing squad. Um, all right. You ready to move on from them? Yep. Ipley. Tell me about that. Okay. Ipley is a, a product of jobs to careers, Uh which by all accounts seems to be a pretty successful, um, job site. So Ipley was the company's attempt to penetrate the micro business or small business market. Uh, what the app did was it scoured your Gmail or Yahoo Mail, and it would pull out uh, applies or responses from Craigslist in your email campaign. So for small businesses posting on Craigslist, they go to a personal email address or maybe a company Gmail account. Uh, mm-hmm. Ipley would go in, scour that bring them into a dashboard, um, let you manage candidates, respond to them in that, in, in that, uh, capacity. Uh, they're shutting the site down or the, the app down basically. Um, talking to the company, one is small businesses are super entrenched in what they do. Um, yes. and secondly, they don't want to learn something new. Right. And, and I, I think that's bullshit, but yeah, which is bullshit. Com- little companies don't want to learn new stuff. No, I, I think, I think they do want to learn new stuff. The thing is, it all comes back down to um, what is really what is a part of their normal workday or what is a part of their day. And Facebook is going to start kicking their ass in these specific types of areas. So, uh, yeah, I think I would I would freaking cut bait right now, too, because if you take a look at the horizon, this thing's going to die. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Facebook has immense scale, right? Like scale like no one else has. Yeah, Facebook is uniquely positioned to tackle the small micro business market. Yep. Um, and they're pretty serious about this. Like in the news, this, yeah. this wasn't, we didn't write this for the show, but Facebook is on like a 30 city tour uh, to talk about employment and how to use, you know, company pages to recruit people and hire people and search for jobs. I mean, so Facebook, you know, I think you and I agree that, that LinkedIn, Microsoft and Google are, are, Google isn't today, but I think eventually they want to be competitive with what Microsoft LinkedIn is doing. Yes. Whereas I think Facebook is quite content with the small business classified Craigslist kind of market um, and letting small companies penetrate that. Because most small, you know, most restaurants in town have a Facebook page. Yeah. All yeah. they have to do is post a job to it and they're the, done. The, to learn the thing something is, like you're Ipley, not having not having to retrain people. That's the thing with Ipley. You've got to, you've got to explain the whole goddamn thing yeah. with Facebook. You don't, it's like, Hey, you're on Facebook, you push a job on Facebook. You're always on Facebook. Your friends are on Facebook. Boom. Yeah. Okay. I'm in. And it's nothing to put an ad like to company people have company pages like, Hey, post your yeah. jobs for free on Facebook. Whereas Ipley would have to have a sales force, which yep. they were, they weren't sort of giving the resources to do that mm-hmm. to get the word out. So they were really challenged from the beginning and this thing was probably DOA before it even even launched. So yep. if you're looking to to penetrate the super small market, like save yourself the pain and heartache and just don't. It's not scalable and it's definitely not sustainable. Next. 
Next, uh, video, new survey uh, this past week said that job seekers prefer raw, mm-hmm. uh, unmanicured videos, yep. almost selfie style you know, videos to the well-manicured, <laughs> slick, uh, agency-produced, high-definition video. Um, right. So companies that are out there spending five, ten, twenty-five thousand dollars on really slick videos right. might be wasting their money, and they're better off just buying a selfie stick and having their hiring managers record a little video about the job. Yeah, I, I this is simple. People want real. They want authentic. They want genuine. They don't want polished bullshit. And that's what they feel like you're giving them in most cases. Here's a nice, ooh, listen to this nice polished video. Eh, Bullshit, man. It just (laughs) seems like you're glossing over the things that I really care about. And that's what you need to get to. You need to to be real with these people. And when they feel like you're being genuine, yeah, they're going to engage. Yeah, and this 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 translates into everything today, right? Like, yes. if you want to go to a restaurant, you don't want to see photos by the actual restaurant. You want to see the photos by the people who went to the restaurant. Yep. You don't want to read reviews that the company or the restaurant has selected. You want to see the real stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is with the success of Glassdoor. People want to see the transparency. They want to see what you know actual workers are saying about the company. And it translates to video. They want that raw footage. It translates to pretty much everything, much like this podcast. It's no bullshit. It's authentic. <laughs> it's totally raw. It is totally raw. <laughs> and also interesting is that they want to hear from the hiring manager yeah. or actual coworkers. They don't want to hear from like the marketing department or an agency. And they also don't want to hear from HR unless it's an HR job. So even... Mm-hmm. Like even if it's homemade, if it's HR talking about the the tech department, like people see that as bullshit as well. That's right. Get out your selfie sticks, knock it out, guys. Yep. Get your iPhone or Android if you're Chad. Uh, phones out and uh, record some videos. Um, Intello in the news. Intello, as we've talked about before, but for those who don't know, kind of a sourcing tool. Uh, they track. Uh, social media habits to see who might be in the market for a job other than other people. But mm-hmm. they um, they hired a heavy hitter from Google this past week. Uh, it was a guy from the science group uh, for Google Cloud that was working with Gmail, Google Docs, Chrome, Android, and Cloud Platform, according to the Intello release. Yes, dude is legit. This dude is legit. And they, these are the types of people that obviously Intello are going to want to pull into the organization. He's on the um, uh, on the, the data science side of the house. And I mean, that's yep. that's Intello's, I mean, that's their entire business, man. So yeah, big props to Intello. Um, this is, these are the types of moves that we want to see. When we see big names go to companies, we want to see yep. these types of things. And this is pretty awesome. Yep, I agree. We, we talk so much about big companies with big resources and big bank accounts and brand names. And so when we see a, a you know, a smaller spunky startup uh, doing these kind of things, we say like, wow, that's that's big balls, like good for you. Um, I'm sure he's getting a hell of a lot of ownership and options. Uh, and he's going to make a lot of money when Intello sells to uh, whoever. But um, yeah, good for Intello for making that move. They also brought in, I think, a marketing person uh-huh. uh, and somebody else that were pretty pretty heavy hitters. But the Google guy was clearly the the gold medal for them. You called them spunky and big balls in the same spunky. breath. Spunky, yeah. Okay. All right, moving on. Uh, actually, that might be it for our rapid fire. Boom! All the news that's fit to print right here on the podcast. 
Um, all right. Uh, we want to talk about vets. Yeah. 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 So, and this is, I think kind of rapid fire as well. We saw a, um, a release from career builder where they are doing kind of like an integration with, with rally point. And I thought this was pretty awesome just from the standpoint of instead of trying to, to recreate the wheel. And for all those who are out there who don't know who rally point is rally point is a social media platform for veterans and individuals who are currently serving. There's about 1.5 ish um, million that are in the platform. And that's a lot for this, for this community because we're a small community. Um, The thing that I love about this is, is that career builders not trying to create something or acquire it. They're trying to partner with people who actually know what the hell they're doing in this community versus what we're what we've seen over the years like with monster and military.com and those types of things. do you think that the closed like veterans is your is your lane yeah. so i won't try to get too much into it but um do veterans want sort of a closed ecosystem yeah. and do you think like the closed sort of social ecosystem can translate into things like physicians or nurses yeah. or no, I, techies. I, I, like, I do. I really do. And, and the, the big reason is that we have conversations within rally points or maybe physicians might have them within their platform that you're not going to see on Facebook. I mean, it just it, it feels more of like a tight knit community. We can talk about things that we're not going to talk about on Facebook. And to be able to be a lifestyle platform, which is really what Rally Point is, again, just trying to somewhat mimic a a Facebook, um, to be able to really get into their into their community and start to give that engagement and interaction. It's a lifestyle type of platform um, getting there. It's not as Facebook proportions, obviously, but I think it's very smart for a career builder to be able to partner with an organization like that. So this sort of goes into the face of our next sort of gossip rumor Mm -hmm. uh, news item of the week is that military.com owned by monster.com, which is basically is I didn't know much about it until you sort of mentioned it Mm -hmm. um, is almost a publisher for military uh, news items. Yeah. So it's almost like a newspaper, online newspaper. Yeah, so jobs are a component of that. Yeah. And w- the rumor is that Monster, which currently has sort of a dedicated sales force and, and platform for that, will just sort of link it over to Monster. So on one hand, you have CareerBuilder getting in bed. Mm-hmm. And you, on the other hand, you have Monster sort of divorcing itself a little bit from hitting veterans. So yeah. what do you make of sort of that divergence? You have two... You have two entirely different approaches. Uh, Military.com um, is old world, and it's got a. I mean, it it's got a ton of content, um, and and that's what it's really good at. Uh, and then it's it, it's almost like and we talk about this with newspapers. It's like a newspaper that tried to jam uh, jobs, just try to hair force jobs into it. It just didn't work. You know, there just wasn't it. It just wasn't a flow. It just didn't make sense. Um, versus kind of what, what we're seeing with a, a rally point career builder type of a thing where rally point is really where everything's happening. And then the job content is there it's served up much like Facebook in some cases, I think possibly better in the actual feed. Um, so I, you're seeing a, a huge difference in how these two organizations are going after the market. Um, but yeah, if, if military.com does step away from the employment segment, um, that's going to signal, it's going to send very big signals 
through our industry. It seems like in a Trump America that doing more military stuff would be advantageous. Yes or no? It would. But in most cases, companies don't know what the hell they're doing. I mean, just to be frank, they don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, It's not sustainable. They throw resources at it for a specific amount of time to make themselves feel good. And then um, it it doesn't turn out to be long-term sustainable. So when that happens, you've got companies pointing fingers at companies like military.com saying, well, you know, you guys aren't, aren't providing the ROI when it's really not them in the first place. It's, it's, it's you look in the mirror. So you would think that, but unfortunately companies, you know, we can put a, we can put a man on the moon, but we can't figure out veteran recruiting for goodness sakes. That's just because we're not putting the resources and the focus and the priority on it. Interesting. And Veterans Day was this past Friday. So uh, a quick shout out to Chad for being a veteran. I appreciate you doing what you do and did while I was getting drunk in college. You were out <laughs> fighting, you know, the enemy. So quick shout out to you for doing that. Thank you. Um, and also a sort of a somber shout out uh, to Ted Daywalt, who anyone in the industry will know. Mm-hmm. But Ted was the the guy behind Vet Jobs and he and his wife would basically travel to every trade show Amazing. and every conference yeah. that they could, and they'd set up a 10 by 10 booth and talk about vet hiring. Yeah. And uh, I, for one, enjoyed Ted, very historically um, attuned and always told a great story uh, when you saw him. So little somber note, Ted will miss you. Um, you did great things and, and touched a lot of people. Everybody has a Ted Daywalt story. It's all there is to it. And, and more than likely, it has to do with a bar. There has to be a bar in there. Um, but yeah, no, Ted, an amazing guy and uh, definitely will be missed. Will be missed. Yep. Hearts go out to him and his mm-hmm. family. Uh, let's get a quick word from uh, Sovereign, one of our great sponsors. Hey. And when we come back, we'll talk about Trump and doing this will get you fired. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Google, Lever, Intello, Monster, Jibe. What do these companies and hundreds of others have in common? They all use sovereign technology. Some use our software to help people find the perfect job, while others use our technology to help companies find the perfect candidate. Sovereign has been the global leader in recruitment intelligence software since 1996. And we can help improve your hiring process, too. We'd love to help you make a perfect match. Visit Sovereign.com, S-O-V-R-E-N.com, for a free demo. Free demo. Okay. <laughs> On the lighter side of the news, uh, a woman, Julie mm-hmm. Briskman, <laughs> was riding her bike leisurely when Donald Trump's motorcade <laughs> drove by and uh, Miss Briskman thought it appropriate to flip off the president yeah. and the motorcade. Um, and yeah. it cost her her job. From, and we're going to throw out the name of the company because uh, Akima, A-K-I-M-A. Um, yeah. So they thought uh, apparently, you know, it was it was bad for them because they're federal contractors, right? And if you know anything about this, this president, um, I mean, he's going to do what he can, uh, to be able to, uh, to make sure that his opponents, uh, feel, uh, his wrath. I don't know that this would be a big, a big deal, but they obviously thought it was, but she, she said, this is, this is, this is what she felt. 
he was passing yeah, by was. and my blood just started to boil. Um, I'm thinking <laughs> DACA recipients are getting kicked out. He pull, he's pulled ads for open enrollment in Obamacare. Only one third of Puerto Rico has power. And I'm thinking he's going to the damn golf course again. Which, you know, that's going to piss Americans off, right? I mean, yeah. If you, if you... So what, what I find intriguing is this this occurred basically because they have a contract with the government. Yes. Yeah, do you, do, I... So they have, a, they have a fantastic picture of her oh, doing this, which I, I don't know if – I don't know how they got that. But anyway, um, do you think – do you think the do you think the 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 government or the whatever powers that be contacted that company or do no. you think the company sort of took the initiative and said okay well we can't lose our government contract so we got to let no, you what, go you think that's what happened? what happened was um, the the person who actually took this picture was a photographer who was um, riding along uh, with the motorcade uh, okay so. And they published yeah, they pu- it. They published boom. it, and, and gotcha. she put it on like her Twitter and and all these other fun things. And then just because she's proud of it, right? Um, so she went and told her company, "Hey, just so you know, this is what's happening out there." And uh, there you have yeah. it. So this this was in this was in Virginia, which is a quote unquote at will state, and you can be fired pretty much for any reason. So she's kind of screwed, but uh, I guess she's going to look for a new job in advocacy uh, and is going to look at Planned Parenthood or the people for the ethical treatment of animals. So uh, Miss, Mrs. Briskman with two child, children, good luck in your new job search uh, and let that be a lesson to everyone else not to flip off the president because it could cost you your job. Or lesson two, if you want to go ahead and, you know, just show, show everybody how you feel because you're allowed to because you know why? America. America. Pew, 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 pew. 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 <laughs> All right. That was good. I think we out. Yeah, I think we're good. 40 minutes. You were about right on it. Yep. Later, everybody. Have a good one. This has been the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single show. And check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit HireDaily.com. Oh, and you're welcome. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.